Cassidy now. You don't want to get him upset. Throws thunder, Sam Cassidy. Definitely blood from the mouth. He's a big boy, though. Welcome to Strike and Chat, bringing you the characters of Australian Muay Thai. With your hosts, Snack Moy, Cassidy, and not Snack Moy, Old Man Boy. That's a tough cookie, though. He's taking all of what Panda Banks is throwing at him right now. Oh, good hand there from Cassidy. Welcome back to episode 8. In today's episode, I'll tell you why I went MIA. Sammy and I will talk about my Muay Thai journey, and we'll also catch up with the Rebel to chat about his fighters on the Muay Thai Grand Prix. Hey, let's get into it. Hey, Sammy, how are you, mate? How's your week been? Yeah, mate, uh, pretty good now, actually, to be completely honest. Yep. A lot better than they have been going over the last few weeks, you know. Hi, We finally got... Um, not not the best news for the gym so much, but the Melbourne is coming, sort of coming out of its lockdown. Yeah, that's a bit, you know. Uh, oh God! I was asking you off air about, oh, wicked man, we're going to be in the gym this weekend, you know, nope. doing some pad work and everything like that. Nope. nope. <laughs> so everything's opening up, except gyms. Yeah, because it's it's about our health, isn't it? Oh yeah, God bless. <laughs> God bless. But like I said, like we always say. Let's not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, regional, our boys out, you know. Their gyms are open. Yeah, so that's yeah. good. You know, like um, I was talking with Donnie because I, I don't know if people know or not. Or I don't know where you're listening from, but we had a a radius ban on how far we could travel from our house. That's how it's intense five, it was getting down it's here. five kilometers at one stage. It right? was five at one stage, yeah. No, so it's pushed out to 15. But now that's gone, so mm. I... I don't really know the ins and outs, but Donnie and I were th- talking about getting on the bikes and going for a ride down to like Geelong and Torquay and visiting, you know, like Chrissy Bradford and, and Maddie Williams and that. And yeah. Just, just to see some some other other faces again. I'm sick of mm. seeing his face every fucking day as well. <laughs> but yeah, some yeah. normality coming through, you know. Obviously, the the fight shows are starting to to come in again. We had Warriors Way on the weekend. Yeah, that was a life. What do you think of that? The, the, the boxing. It was it was a boxing show with a couple of Muay Thai fights, but it is what it is, you know yeah. what I mean? But um, it was good to just just to just to watch some live fights. Yeah, you know like what I said, man. And people fucking giving Hammer a hard time and all <laughs> this stuff, mate. Like <laughs> doing more than anyone else is having a go at. So, you know, it's credit the, uh, to Hammer for having a, having a crack at it. Like the main event, River and Hunter Hunter Yuan. Yeah, that was a decent fight, man. To be honest, quite surprising. River's ability to adapt and you know to to go straight into conventional or into Western boxing. Didn't he have, didn't he ever fight a uh, have a Muay Thai fight a couple of weeks? Yeah, maybe well, a he month was the ago? main the main event of Rebellion like oh, a month ago against yeah. Alexi. But um, yeah, put on a good display, got the nod. It was uh, a lot closer fight than people might might anticipate, which mm. is good. Mm. But um, yeah, as for the Muay Thai, there was only a couple on, and they were you know um, only I think like five fight fighters and stuff like that. But okay. There was a guy that caught my eye from um, Braveheart Gym down with uh, with P. Supanong. Um, Steven Morales, I think his name was. He's, he's He fought on uh, Rebellion 2 mm. as well. So he's, he, he seems to be making, making a good little name for himself. He looks pretty strong. Yeah. And the girl that fought, fought Maddie Williams' girl. Um, sorry. The girl that fought from Ring Gym. Man, she was super, super impressive. She looked really strong. She had a really nice clinch, really like good Muay Thai style. So um, I'll endeavour to get her name sooner or later. But yeah, really impressed with her. But uh, yeah, 
as we said, the whole show, um, just good. Good that there were some combat sports in Victoria. Yeah, no, it's always good to get some combat Mark sports. Mark Chelsea and um, Hardcore Promotions up next, hopefully. Yep. It's still a little bit up in the air. I don't think they've been granted the the uh, pathway that they were going to go down by the combat sports yet. Okay. But it's a uh, work in progress. And then, obviously, size confirmed 4th of December. December. Is be Rebellion. Yep. So, not a Roots show. I don't know if he's going to put Roots on as well. Mm-hmm. But definitely Rebellion, it's confirmed Rebellion Muay Thai. So yeah. just for people that don't understand the difference between the shows is the Roots is obviously, as it says in its name, it's the grassroots. It's the grassroots. It's the so it's usually people with coming. with five to ten fights or less. Yeah. But um, it doesn't take away from the show at all. Some yeah. of those fights are the best fights that have been on any Rebellion. Oh, I think some go- fucking good fights yeah. down there. And um, I think today, so what is it? Today, today is Tuesday in, in Australia. And I'm pretty sure they're talking about dropping the card tonight. Oh. The rebellion card tonight, so oh, nice. Something to talk about next week as well. I think we can. There's always something to talk about. There's always more time to talk about. Exactly, my friend. All right, but hey, I reckon after the break, let's tell these people where you were, mate. <laughs> Why when am I? Put it to bed. Let's put that fucking thing to bed, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Used to have dreams of a chop top. Here for mates in a hatchback. Later on, turned to a hot box. Oh, and welcome back. Firstly, here's a disclaimer. I am not an epidemiologist. I'm not a medical expert. I'm a 50-year-old man that knows his body. And I'm not going to give you any opinions. This is my personal experience and I just want to talk about it. (laughs) What are we talking about here, Bond? What's happened, mate? Fill us in. <laughs> All right. The reason I went MIA is um, I got the COVID, mate. Got the vid, mate. Got the vid nineteen, uh, huh? I, do, I I did get the COVID nineteen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, after all of our, uh, you know, yeah, uh, exposés, we will call them, and uh, opinions about it. Yeah. So, well, talk us through it, born mate. So, obviously, first and foremost, I'm not gonna disclose. Sorry, first of all, yeah. yeah first and foremost, you're, you're back. You yeah. seem to be in good spirits. Everything seems to be well. You know, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks since I went back, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, give us a bit of a rundown <laughs> of what <laughs> happened, mate. Well, um, I'm not going to... I don't know how I got... Uh, look, I don't know how I got it. I'm not going to say where I got it or where. I'm just going to put you... Just give you my experience. Um, I got tested. Yeah, so what, 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 what drove you to get tested? Just in the local area, there was a tier one site. Yeah, well, St Kilda, St Kilda, which is our area, St Kilda, yeah. was was prolific, mate. I think there was like fifteen tier one sites. Tier or one site. So I, I, it was more just to be on the safe side. Yeah. Okay. Curiosity more than anything, <laughs> yeah, eh? Pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. So I got the test. Um, the next day, it came back that as positive. And, you, and you had no symptoms, eh? Yeah, but then fucking the next day after that, that's when I hit the, the symptoms hit me. I don't know, maybe maybe it was a placebo. I don't know, really a placebo or just a mindset saying thing yeah, that yeah. I had had it, and then I just let it come Con- to me. Convince yourself that. Oh look, um, yeah. So the symptoms were oh Jesus, it it was like a, it was like a flu. Yeah, it was well, like I'm a really really bad cold flu in the head, cold sweats. Yeah. Um, weird fucking dreams. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, just weird, weird dreams. It was dreams about Donny and oh, Donny yeah, that's a weird dream. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why I was dreaming about Donny, but yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, did like four days, 
I reckon I was I was out for four days. Four days. That doesn't sound like too bad of a cold. Uh, look, <laughs> look. Um, um. But those four days was pretty, pretty. It was pretty sick. It was yeah. pretty, pretty sick. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably the worst flu I've ever had. Type okay. Of thing. Yeah. But yeah, and that was it. That was uh, it. Four days and you were that done. That was it. I reckon I fully recovered in in um uh, in about a week. Yeah. In about a week. I've had it twice as well. I had it once in Thailand. Uh, twice in Thailand. Sorry. What the COVID? Yeah. Yeah. But I uh, I didn't get. I didn't get the funky. What 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 strain are we up to now? I doubt to know. There's, um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I just had the original Elf. one. But beta, meta, cata. I think <laughs> it was. It's obviously quite different again with the heat and all that stuff. And mm. I did feel sick for about two days. Yeah. Plus, after that, I just I was hungover after the majority of it. So yeah. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, I didn't feel too bad. But like I said, I haven't had the I haven't had it in Oz or anything. But I didn't. My mm. personal experiences weren't bad. And yeah. And yours don't seem like they were too bad? Oh, look, fucking physically, um, it, uh, I lost six kilo. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> I, maybe I do need the Aussie version then. Fuck, I, I, I could do with six kilos. I, did, I didn't eat, I'd, I'd say, I didn't, in those four days, I did not eat. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't eat, man. And I'd, I just I'd still find a way to eat, man. Yeah, nah, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Like, uh, all I was was bedridden. Yeah. You know, and then you, you hear, um, and then, um, didn't eat, lost six kilo. It was more of a mental anguish than anything. The isolation. Yeah, that's right. Because you, you, know, you, you have no freedom at all. Yeah. The funny thing was that um, when I found out I got it, and it's similar to um, what Dave Chappelle said in, in his last um, last special, that when he got it, he felt shame. Yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. dirty. I felt ashamed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing, man. You know what I mean? It's, not, it's fucking so part and parcel with the world. Yeah. It's such a normal thing. Yeah. So, I just don't understand, you know, because there's, like, especially Melbourne, we're getting thousands and thousands of cases a day. Mm. But like you said, you felt dirty and you felt ashamed, but you, you, you know what I mean? You haven't done yeah. anything wrong. Look. It's not like, you, you know, I don't understand. Like, obviously, I, like I said, I haven't had it here, but why, what made you feel like you were dirty or what made you feel know. like you, you'd done something wrong? Yeah, it's not like you got caught pissing in a bloody playground. No, no, <laughs> not, at all, not, at all, not at all. I think it's the, um, oh, fucking... Do we say this? Oh, so fuck it. It was mainstream media. Yeah. You know, just listening to, you know, this is, we, 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 we COVID's bad for you. Don't get it. Um, don't go here because you're going to get this. This is what's going to happen to you when you do get COVID. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. So that's why, I, yeah, that's why I felt dirty and ashamed. I didn't even tell anybody, man. Like, you, like I went yeah. missing. Actually, I, didn't, I, was, I was messaging you going, yeah. mate, uh, hello, uh, hello. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, God, you must have had a good drink. I must have been on a bender or something. So, and I was I like, I got to about, I did actually. I, mean, I got to yeah. about four days in. I was like, born man, something's not right here. But I knew you were active, you know, like part and parcel with the social media world. But yeah, sometimes but it I, catches you out. I'm mm. like, it was active 10 minutes ago. So something must be up, but you know. Mm. And like, obviously, we've known each other for, for a, a quite a history of time. And yeah. I, I know that you've, you know, have some struggles here and there. Yep. I've had, sorry. So mm. I just thought, oh, well, I, you know, I just let him be. As long as I know that he's active, I know he's alive. And, yeah. You know, but then when you told me, and I was like, "The fuck are you worried about, man? Half the world's got COVID." You yeah, know, like no. yeah, after you think about it, but then you're in your head. Like when you're by yourself, all you're doing is fucking just in your head. Just yeah, in your, in your room, especially. And those worlds get smaller and smaller. Oh, I might as well be a fucking prison cell. You know who else reached out to me as well, which was fucking awesome, Pinky. Yeah, mate, Pinky was checking Pinky with me. Yeah, Pinky's really? like, "Bro, have you heard from him?" I said, "No, I fucking haven't." He goes, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sakes." 
Yeah. But he reached out and then we had a chat and fucking that was really good. Yeah. And what really, yeah, and you're just hearing everyone, you know, my, my, my sisters and then my nieces were reaching out saying, where the fuck, what's going on? Where are you? <laughs> yeah. And then I told them and they understood and everything like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was the, the physically I was fine, but the, the, the mental anguish was, was, was shit ass. And then when I told you, I said, bring me over a kettlebell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. I said, fuck, it couldn't be that bad because you wanted to work out. And I was like, yeah. I was like, what do you want? You're like, oh, at least a 16 kilo. I said, fucking hell. Mm, so Still more than what I would if I, was, if I didn't have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I, I didn't, I, look, I didn't end up doing it anyway, man. I just fucking played PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so what about like... People carry on about all these, um, you know, the what are they, the, the services, DHS and all that type of stuff. Do they 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 pester you or not pester you? I should say. Uh, the, do they come in and actually check on you and all this shit, or is it all a bit of a farce? Well, or? The, well, no, once they did come, like they rang me and says, uh, you know, how you going? Are you home? I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just can you come to the window? <laughs> I says, what do you mean, come to the window? Says we're at the front. Um, just poke your head through the window, give us a wave. To, I says, why? Because just to make sure you're there, mate. Oh, <laughs> and I went, yeah, okay. No worries. So I looked out and because, yeah, just opened the gate and gave him a wave. And I went, yeah, no worries. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. See you later. Yeah. Back to your room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. I went, went straight back to my room. But then, like, they rang me up. Like, the first week, it was like three times a day they'd ring me. How are you? Checking on my welfare. Are you there? Are you at home? And that's what they do. Yeah. But, yeah, and then, then like, the second week, they, they went missing in action. <laughs> I had no mate, mate. There was no contact from anybody in that second week. Not so, nothing at all. Yeah, which was a bit of a relief. And I thought, yeah, okay, that's nice. That takes nice. a bit of the pressure off of the day yeah. as well, you know. Oh, look. Um, but on the fifteenth day, no, I, no, on the fourteenth, I I hadn't heard from anybody, and I was expecting to give me a call saying, "How are you? It's you, you should go and get a test." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is, so that, is that the protocol to like? I suppose exit isolation. Um, the protocol is, the, this is the protocol, okay? Um, the doctor would ring you back, the one that's been checking on you. Yeah. In the first week, mind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who forgot about you the in, in the second week. Look, just, uh, just, to, just to go back to digress there, um, they apparently are, um, got a backlog. They're understaffed, so yeah, that whole department yeah. needs, needs staff anyway. Anyway, so yeah, so, um, the procedure is, I've got, a, the doctor will ring you. Um, they will uh, ask you questions about your symptoms and then they will evaluate whether um, to say to let you go or not. No test. Oh, just over the phone? Over the phone. No test. No test. Reason being is because of uh, they are scared of is it neg- uh, pulse neg- uh, false negative. Ah, okay, because obviously of you'd false still negative, you'd yeah. carry antibodies for quite a long time. Yeah, look, right? I've got the fucking antibodies. And so do you, bro. We're fucking <laughs> the antigens, mate. We've fucking got these antibodies. <laughs> But yeah, look. Um, so theoretically, you could say uh, after day three or four, oh man, I'm 100 percent fine. You theoretically, could I that. could say that to them. Yeah. But they, but after 14 days, they will ask you these questions. So. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And they'll be, look. I was being truthful, and she gave me the all clear, and then I got an email saying that this is by by legal, you can get get out the house. So. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. And what a day that would have been, huh? Freedom oh, day. It was freedom day, mate. <laughs> freedom day. That's this Friday as well, isn't it? Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> but God knows. Like I said, man, you bounce back fucking pretty decently. Like you, know, you seem to be doing all right. And obviously, we're down in the park now. You've just done your kettlebell workout and mm-hmm. all that shit. Just watch that. So it's been what three weeks? Yeah. So wh- two, about two. Yeah, about two, two, two weeks. I okay. reckon. 
So what do you think? What, what like obviously there's the extremities that you know people are passing away with. Yeah, with the yeah. Things in I'm not. I'm not saying that this this disease is this pandemic or this virus is fucking. Da- man, I'm saying it, it, it is dangerous. Oh, of course, man. You know, and, and, and do protect yourselves, man. You're, you're you know? beyond naive if you don't think it's real. Mm. But, but why do you think you bounce back so quick from it, man? Because like I said, it doesn't seem like you know. I've had hangovers last longer than four days. <laughs> I reckon that it didn't really hit me hard, and I'm bounced back quickly because I like I look after myself. Yeah, you know what I mean. I take my vitamins. I take vitamins. I take supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, I train hard. I train four times. You know, four minimum four to five times a day. Yeah, about four to five times a week. Four to five times a day. No, no, <laughs> no. And I eat healthy. Yeah. I'd say I'd say I'd eat seventy percent healthy, and then fucking the rest is McDonald's and pizza. <laughs> right. I think I'm the other way around. But but, but look, the, the the bottom line is, I look after myself. Yeah, I, I'm not overweight. I'm not you know I don't have the comorbidities as they say. Yeah, you know. And in your experience, that contributed to you, to you fighting off a bit quicker. Yeah, that's what I yeah. yeah. And like, just a little disclaimer again: we're not doctors or medical professionals no, or anything no, like that. So please. we're just. Just touching on his own personal this experience. This is so. totally anecdotal. <laughs> this is my experience. Anecdotal. It's not clinical or anything like that. It's just my experience and where I've come from. Yeah. But yeah, look, when I first came back, I was like, seven, it was, you know, about 50, 60, 60% um, weaker. Yeah. Like really weak. Like, yeah. So pretty much just going through the flu. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, there was no, like, in. I've been told by other people that've had COVID that when they've went th- their lungs when they were just moving around, they were fucking tired and yeah. I never got that. Yeah, my cousin was the same. My cousin mm. um, Daniel, he he had it and he said for about two months he he just always short of breath and things mm. like that. So obviously, like I said, it affects everyone differently. Yeah, everyone's in all different shapes and forms. But um, it's good to it's good to have you back, mate. It's good to be back having a yarn again. Let's crack into. Uh, into uh, the life of the Bund man, huh? <laughs> Get to know you a little bit better. Give give the uh, listeners a bit more, a bit more of a backstory so they about can. About me? Uh, yeah. I mean, is it me now? They can put I don't want to fucking talk about me. I'm not <laughs> interesting, though. Nah, okay. We'll find right. some fun, mate. We'll find some fun. <laughs> After the break, we get to tell my fucking story. Yeah, Muay Thai, Muay Thai, yeah. Went from a hood star to a rock star, so quick now. Did I have no good start? Now it's push to start my whip now. Still got to dodge some cop cars. They hate that I'm rich now. 40 best 40 shows, and you know I split it with the click now. All right, we're back. No, you're right. Just keep going. Keep flowing. Keep flowing. <laughs> All right. And we're back. <laughs> the Bund Man. First of all, Christopher. Christopher, Christopher John Williams. <laughs> Christopher John Williams. First and foremost, where did the name Bundy come from? Okay. Just cut a long story short. I used to be 126 kilo. Yeah, that's good. That's a good weight. That was a good large weight. That's optimum fighting weight for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and my mate's little sister, they used to call me Buddha. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was a, it was a term of endearment, Buddha. You know, actually there was there was a few names. Well, they just saying you're a big fat bastard. Yeah, curry puff, eight ball, <laughs> and Buddha. Those were the three names that went around. I've had and, a lot of them. And um, <laughs> and so to cut a long story short, I went around to my mate's house. And my mate's little sister, she opened the door and says, Ah, oh, Bundy's here. Oh, okay. And it just stuck from there. She couldn't say Buddha, she said Bundy's here. Yeah. And just uh, another little another little uh, story is, Bundy's in WA are like little sand Bundy's. You know those sand, they're like hard, but when you throw them against the wall, they, they crack. They that's crumble. I, I know that terminology from like little rocks. Yeah, little rocks. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I am. I went just, I crumble under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. All right. So, Bundy, Christopher, whatever we're going with for today, let's crack into it, mate. Tell us a little bit about yourself, obviously. So, born in, born and raised in Perth, is that, that right? That's correct. Born and raised in a place called Langford. Yep. Um, yeah, born in a place called Langford many years ago. And it's uh, just outside, like, uh, it's probably about maybe 15 k's east of Fremantle. Okay, okay. And yep, Fremantle so was our place, you know? Yep. All so, a bit of a little bogan. It's a, it's a very, uh, um, you know, it's working class. Yeah. Working class area. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, I played a lot of cricket. But I'm a cricketer. Yeah, well, that's how I obviously not met you, but was became more familiar with you was everyone from Elwood's. Elwood know, Cricket Club, yeah. Cricket Club, yeah. But yeah. So... You played a lot of cricket, didn't you? Like yeah. Cricket was your main sport. Over four, I've played over 370 games of cricket. Holy shit. Yeah, and that's over, that's over 30 years, though, man. That's still, it's a few games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, cricket, cricket's my game. Did you, know? you get anywhere, like, uh, into, like, so Look, I, I played, played first grade and all that type of stuff? I played, um, I played, a, I played plenty of A-grade games. Yeah. You know, um, second grade district um, at, down at Williton. That's that's a district club in uh, in Perth. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, just that... Little story. My 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 ever my first ever A grade uh, wicket was um, a player. It was a Carlton legend. Oh yeah, Peter Bazasto. Oh, okay. He was yeah, playing yeah, for Thornley. Yeah, 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 he was a WA um, football legend as well. Yeah. But yeah, he was my first A grade wicket. Oh, that's good. Didn't so were you, were you a batter or a bowler? Bowler. Yeah. Bowler was my thing. What were you throwing down? Throwing down some heat or a bit of bit of turn on the pitch? A bit of spin? Dude, I was 120 kilo, so you know it was all about the off spin. <laughs> Four steps up and just roll the arm over. Yeah. <laughs> like the old Shane, yeah. like old Shane Keith, eh? Yeah, Shane Keith. Yeah, Shane Keith Warren. Oh, Shane <laughs> Keith Warren. Actually, fucking um, small world though. Um, no, I won't tell the story. No. no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> so the little bogan from uh, little bogan from Langford. Yeah. Um, so how old were you when you started your cricket journey then? Were you quite young? That would have been, um, I don't know, 86. You were, you were 86? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I actually played my first game of cricket when I was 16 years old. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, 1986. Yeah. I was moving into 17, yeah. It was 86, 87. That was, uh, that was at Thornley. Yeah. I wasn't and even a thought to my parents. But yeah. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just way back then, man, you know, and, um, cricket's always been a staple for me. Yeah, I've loved it because it's a real technical sport. Yeah, and then Muay Thai, obviously, and then obviously I've always loved my combat sports and everything like that with te- with technician. Yeah, um, but yeah, work wise, man, I come. Out, I've been in Melbourne since I've been here since two thousand and three. Yep, you know that's f- quite a while now, eighteen years now. Mm. Yep. Um, found some found a good little niche and love well, fucking love it. You yep. know, fucking really did love it here. You know, before the pandy, had a great job, travel the country. Yeah, looking after you know, um, doing festivals, looking after, th- looking after the, the alcohol. Yeah. Then I'd fuck off um, to Thailand for three or four weeks. Yeah. That at the time, um, uh, Blair's brother Travis. Blair Smith. Blair Smith. Yeah. Yep. Brother Travis. He was living in Thailand, so I'd go. Over oh there yeah, yeah, and visit yeah, yeah. On, on on Kotel. Kotel, yeah. Yeah, on Kotel. So I'd go over there, and then uh, <laughs> now the um in the last eighteen months, man, I've lost shitloads of money, lost shitloads of work. Yeah. So yeah, and then um. It's been a pretty, pretty um, testing last uh, couple of eighteen months, to say the least, mate. Yeah, like I said, like you know, I've only been back for five months from from Thailand, and I, I honestly, I don't know if I credit the people here. I don't know what terminology I can go with, but I don't understand how people are keeping it together. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's been yeah. nearly two years now. You know, 
I've been here for five months and I'm losing my fucking mind. <laughs> and maybe that comes from the fact that I was in a place where, like, in Thailand it was bad. You know what I mean? The case numbers and all that shit were bad, but the narrative was completely different. Yeah, they were uh, open, weren't they? Everything was yeah, open. The gyms were open. Everything was open. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, but yeah, like, I said, we're getting fucking political again, but... Let's <laughs> just put it back. It was just, one. It's just yeah, for me, it's been very hard to comprehend how mm. how you guys have managed to do this for so long. Uh, it, look, it's, I can tell you it's... um. It's a sense of belonging. It's it's the the gyms. This gym's fucking kept me sane. Yeah, just connecting. It hasn't been open, you know. Yeah, what I, mean? I know. Like, but luckily, but we go out and do our shit out in the fucking parks mm-hmm. and things like, like that. When and we see some face. See, yeah, just having conversations now. You know, we're we're allowed to be outside for an hour. Well, which is bullshit. Yeah. So we can talk. <laughs> you know, we can, we we catch up at least once a week. Yeah. You know, and then we also fucking talk on the phone, and that's what keeps me going. You know. Yeah. You know, and I've got family as well. Yeah, of course. Of you course. know, you can talk to those, but there's. N- <laughs> There's nothing like being in exactly. with your fucking family. You Mate, know? that's like, um, I, I don't know if it's worth me saying because I'll probably get myself in trouble, but I flew back to Australia for for one specific reason. You know what I mean? Like I have, um, I'm a, I'm a big mama's boy. So who isn't, mate? I'm very, and I'm very close to my mum. My mum's quite ill, like terminally ill. So I flew back just for that, yeah? Yeah. And I come out of the quarantine. They said, oh, just so you know, mate, you can't visit your parents. You can't do this. You can't do this. What the st- fuck off? Stick it up your fucking ass, mate. I'm going, I've flown back here for a reason. Yeah. And they're going, oh, you can f- you can get a $5,000 fine. I said, you're going to tell me. Yeah. $5,000 fine for seeing my mum. I said, stick up your ass, mate. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? What a load of fucking shit, man. That's what, the, yeah, that's what it is, bro. So, look, just, I'm going to regress them back and just, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Like, my father passed away at the end of last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, like, I, was, I knew he was sick. Yeah. And I was going to go home. At the beginning of December, I was going to go home, um, say my byes, um, just to spend his last hours with yeah. my father and my family. Which you is know? every fucking human right. Okay. What should be, yeah. Yep. So, I had to spend two weeks in lockdown, in, in quarantine. Okay. Yeah. Yep. The third like a hotel quarantine. Yeah, hotel quarantine. Yeah. It was it was at a f- at a mate's house. Like, this is a fucking another another story in itself. No, no, tell the story. Yeah. Okay. But that's another story in itself. Um but it's um so on the fourteenth day of my quarantine, like um my dad took a turn for the worst. Yeah. My sister rang me. He kind of like knew that I was there because my, my sister would always, my sister and mum would visit him every day and then obviously talk to him. He's yeah, like, yeah. He was in a coma. Yeah. Kidney fail. Old man, 90 years old. Um, Not a bad run, mate. It's a good run. Yeah. Fucking, you know, it's a, it's a great run. Yeah. Um, but on the 14th day, sister rings up and says, oh, you know, dad's taking a turn for the worst. Get your ass here and to say your goodbyes. Yeah. Dude, I ha- I, I had already on the 13th day had my my COVID test. Yeah. Results came back negative. Um, I had maybe six hours to go till I'm released because it was six o'clock that night. It was 12 o'clock. That on midnight that midnight. night, yeah. I was released. They wouldn't let me go. They would not let my dad was fucking dying. They wouldn't let um, me go. <laughs> I ended up getting like. What's the purpose? Uh, I know, what's the fucking yeah? Two, I, I, negative, I was fucking yeah. You done your negative test? You, oh, anyway. So I rang up the department the, where my, who my dad was looking. The doctor my dad was looking after, and then he he got it. He got the all clear for me to come. Okay. As I was going up there, the security guard goes to me. He says, "Okay, this is it." You can't hug your you can't hug your mother. You can't hug your, you can't hug anyone in your family. You can't <laughs> hug your father. And I'm going, what the fuck? And as I was walking in, I went to go and hug my mum. He grabbed me, and I fucking looked at him and went, the. Oh. I went, okay, no worries, mate. Um, <sighs> and then like they gave me like the the nurse goes, okay, I'll let you 
you know, I'll give you some time. I says, mate, can I, you know, she goes, I'll give you some time by yourself. The, yeah. the security guard wouldn't leave. I said, mate, can you give me fucking a minute with my dad? Yeah, just fucking have at least have a conversation. <laughs> fucked private. off, mate. I gave my dad a bit Biggest hug in the world. Yeah, good. Good. <laughs> Fuck him, mate. Anyway, that was my... Logic you know, outweighs anything there. It's just fucking bullshit the way... What's going on, yeah. you know? It's just illogical. And then they let... Oh, we're getting political. I'm giving... Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, mate. Anyway, anyway. Let's get back to Muay Thai. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, Bunda, that you know, a horrible time for you in the... With uh, what happened with your with your father and things like that, mm, and mm. like I know you have a, you. you have a, a fantastically close relationship with your with your mum and things like that, yeah. and you know, like we said, we're both a bit mummy's boys and all that, and <laughs> you have you've uh, got to be man, yeah, you have to be because you have a couple of sisters as well, yeah, 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 um, I've a, ma- got a majority female family as well, pretty much, yeah. Oh, th- look, th- th- it's half and half. Uh, the fucking females run the run our show. Oh, man. of course, mate. There's no do you, do you have a Thai, you, don't you have a Thai girlfriend? I've got a Thai missus, yes. Yeah, do, do you understand what uh, Southeast Asian women are like? Exactly. Plus, so I've, I've also got three sisters as well. I've, I'm only the only boy out of my sisters. Yeah. And so, uh, so I know, <laughs> you know, I know the, the empowerment women, uh, mm. you know, and the... Yeah. The Kiwi girls, the Māori women are very, very strong, passionate women too. It's family. I mean, uh, yeah. the, 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 we're family orientated. Yeah. You know, family is the institute for and us. It's probably in a part and parcel why we do get along so well. And we, you know, Pretty we much. come from the kind of same Fucking thing. But yeah. Um, you know, like you, as 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 hard as um, that time we've been, I know you've been through a few mm-hmm. few personal battles and so on and so forth that actually drove you pretty much to come to Melbourne. Is that right? Yeah. So do you yeah. want to, you're happy to touch on yeah. a bit of, you know, what, um, what yeah, created I, this? I was, um, I was addicted. I'm a recovering drug addict. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was um I was addicted to meth. Yeah. The speed. Yeah. You know? Um start from the beginning, like yep. it was um <laughs> I, I still remember I was nineteen, nineteen eighty nine, I had my first hit of um and it was fucking it, it blew my mind. It was like I never felt I felt invincible. Okay. It felt like honestly, it felt like uh, there was uh, something there was it, it there was something missing in the, in my gut, type yep. of thing. And this filled that void. It was like a hug. I don't know. It was something that was uh, it. It resonated with me. Okay. It did yep. resonate with me. Um, I was yeah. So, and that 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 speed. I remember it. I'd never heard of it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, in six months, it was like fucking. It just spread all over Perth. Just wildfire. Eh? Just wildfire. More poison ivy than anything. Oh, f- it was more. Yeah, exactly. So what was it? More like a recreational thing that happened there and then, or you know, were you going were mm. you battling any like no depression or look, anything there, like there, that, there, or was you know what's contributing yeah. factors? Oh look, um. There's demons. I've got uh, like uh, like everyone else. We had demons. Yeah, um, of childhood trauma. Yeah. Childhood trauma that plays a lot of part in in carrying that and and to try and find something to numb that child and not if you when you don't want to face your, your demons. Yeah, exactly. You want to uh, numb yourself. Yeah. You tend to numb yourself. And it's, it's usually substance abuse in whatever form it comes in that mm-hmm. people you know will, will go through like kind of what we touched on a little bit with pink as well you know. Yeah. But um. So nineteen, nineteen, you've had your your first experience with the drugs. Yeah, and was it pretty rapid decline from there, or was it you pretty much? No, not really. It's like it, be, it became more of um like a done thing. Every weekend okay. we'd get would get on. Yeah, it'd be like fuck it. Yeah, let's get let, let's get a bag and then fucking get some alcohol and then then go and fight. Yeah, <laughs> fight the go to the local go to the next suburb and <laughs> to the next suburb of Willerton and and fight them bogans. <laughs> <laughs> and we used to beat them up as well, by the way. Yeah, that's right. As long as you get the win. No, no, no. Not as long as you get there the win. There was cries <laughs> of. There was. I remember. I remember having a fight with the Willerton boys, and uh, I remember yelling out, "Don't you fuck with Langford!" And then I heard a cry back, "Who the fuck's Langford?" <laughs> 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 I 
So it, so it was not the, not the best way to put it, but it was kind of more of a social thing to start Back off then, with. Yeah, yeah. It was more, and I was more. It was a. It was. It gave me. I was. It, an extrovert. I was an extrovert anyway. Yeah. I am an extrovert anyway. Yeah. But that just gave me so much confidence and I could fucking, I could conquer the world. I could talk to anybody. Like yeah. Which you can talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah, of course. But fast forward another 10 years. Yeah. You know, it's more of an introvert. You know, fucking, um, it became a lifestyle. Yeah. This is, this is my lifestyle, you know, living at home. I was 30 years old. Um, dealing a bit of drugs, not, not to make money it to feed your to habit to feed my habit because uh, okay. I'd get on and I'd sell the stuff just to make my money back and then you'd spend mm, that but on that the never anyway. that, that was the mindset yeah. but that never happened so yeah. it never happened always in the hole always in the hole Shit. always always getting high off my own supply <laughs> it's a 10 crack commandment <laughs> mate <laughs> and but I know yeah. there was there was a thing that really that really had bugged you as, as part of your um, you know I wouldn't say rehabilitation, but as part of your re- recoming is that you you felt like a real piece of shit when you were you were you were selling drugs from mum's house. Yeah, I know you've mentioned that before, and that that's one of those things that look you look back on. Yeah, and really regret from from that point of view. No, that, you, we have we have many things that we are ashamed of in yep. our lives, and I think that the 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 best way to to move forward is to acknowledge it, accept it. Yeah, and then fucking don't 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 keep beating yourself ov- up over it yeah. it's happened exactly the past mm-hmm. is very hard to fix yeah, exactly <laughs> it's you know it's an old it's an old there's an old saying an old confucius an old chinese saying that proverb um the don't think about the past because it's already happened yeah don't think about the future because it hasn't happened think about the now it's a gift that's why they call it the present yes I that's actually that's actually from fucking uh, <laughs> That's the only reason I know it too. <laughs> oh God! It actually is, but but you know you can fucking break it down. It's 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 true words. It, it is yeah, being present, it being is. in the moment. It's very very important. <laughs> and you know, man, to your credit, like like you said, you, you can't change the past. You did yeah. what you did. You've come, you know, you've come back. You've clawed your way back. Yeah. You've, you know, you, I, I I count you as a close friend of mine. I think you're a great person. You know. Thank you. Thank I you. don't know what you were like back then. You might have been yeah. a piece of shit, but it doesn't mean that. Definitely a piece of shit, mate. Yeah, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> you've, you've done the right things. You've Look. gone. You've taken the steps. You, mm. you, you know what? Your years and years clean now. Like your your rehabilitation has worked out well. You, you know, you're still very close mm-hmm. with your family, like we said. But um, I know after what was it? After about ten years of of use, you decided. You know, that's it. I'm getting yeah. clean. It was like um, basically. It was it was like a self perpetuation. I was 30 years old, living at home. Um, selling drugs, um, I'm a fucking loser. Yeah, that's what I thought. Everyone thought of me. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah. and that's what I thought of myself. So I said, "Fuck it, let's just live that life." And it was like, um, one day after after a four day binge. Yeah, because that was my lifestyle. This is my, this is my lifestyle. I'd go to work. I'd get on Thursday. Like I'd get paid Thursday. Yeah, I'd get on Thursday night, and I'd stay up for four days till Sunday, and I'd always have fucking Monday off. <laughs> You know how many jobs I got sacked from? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and that was that was that was the lifestyle then. Yep. And I become so introverted. It was fucking always. I'd I'd play PlayStation. This is what I'd do. Get on for four days, play PlayStation, and fucking wank my heart out. <laughs> <laughs> so you went from the the social start 
just to fucking and uh, it was yeah, into until it took your soul it, pretty much. It took, yeah, it fucking did take my soul. Man. Yeah, it did take my soul. Oh fuck, it did. <laughs> yeah, and it was like um. So one night um, it was it was it was like an epiphany. I was sitting there. Um, I was coming down. I was coming down after about the fourth day of fucking not sleeping, and I was naked in front of my fucking mirror, crying, going. Fucking, this is not me. This is not me. Ever seen the movie, movie Harvey Keitel's movie, um, The Bad Lieutenant? I uh, can't and recall it. Anyway, there's a it. scene in there where he's naked, he's a bad lieutenant on drugs and everything like that, and he's fucking sitting in front of the mirror, he's going, this is not me, what is happening? And it was like that. Oh, shit. It was like that. And then I had a thought in my head, bang, because I had a friend over here in Melbourne, Yeah, Travis. Um, He was here, he knew my... Please, brother. No, no, okay, sorry, different sorry, one, different yeah. one. Oh, yeah. no, I've got about fucking six mates. Travis, Travis. Yeah, <laughs> not a very common name, but you know all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was here in Melbourne, and he, go, and he knew my story. Okay, and he goes, "Fucking Bundy, your personality would fit Melbourne. Just come over, yeah. get over here, just get over here." Um, as I was sitting there, fucking going, "This is not me. This is not me." It was like, "Bang!" Travis wants me to go to Melbourne. I'm fucking going to Melbourne. And it was like an epiphany. It was like, oh, I cried my fucking eyes out, man. Oh, nice. It was like um, a weight lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. And I went... You, really, you had your resolution, your yeah, realisations there. I've got, I've got to, I've the got purpose to is get the fuck out I've of got to get the album. So in that two weeks, from that two weeks, I had a plane ticket. I had $180 in my pocket. Oh, shit. And I moved to Melbourne. And that was 2003. No, no job lined up, nothing. Nothing lined up, mate. Good. No job lined up. And then I got here on a Friday. No, a Thursday. I signed, no, no. I signed <laughs> up. I signed up. I signed up at an agency, and yep. I had a job. Fucking fr- um, uh, signed up at an agency on the Friday. Had a job Monday. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So it was meant to be. It was meant to be. And no, look, honestly, it was fucking. It was. It. I. I, it, I was flying here. It's like I. I moved from that environment in Perth, where I thought that everyone thought of me like that. Yeah. I moved right there. No one knew me. Fresh start. A fresh start. Yeah. It was really good. And you took the ball by the horn straight away? Like uh, you, you had I a bit did, of... Look, 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 look. I went into... <laughs> I went into fucking um, fitness. Yeah. Like I gave up the drugs. Yeah, like, straight like, there. Like, so from Perth, that was what happened? You, yeah. Did you cut for yourself the, clean? For the... Because Travis wouldn't let me do it. Good. Travis... Because well, I was living with him. Good on and Travis. And he was fucking... He was on me all the time. Yeah. Um, Which is what you needed? Yeah. Yeah. But then about... Like... Uh, so... When I first got to Melbourne, I just went into fitness. Yeah. I was fucking... Bo- I went, like, started Muay Thai. Yes. Started Muay Thai properly. We're going to get into we'll that. We're we'll getting into that. Started getting fit. Yeah. You know, started... started feeling do- better about yourself. Yeah, yeah, doing all that. Yeah. But then I regressed. Yeah. I've had a bad... Then, like, I... Is it all saying? Birds, birds of a feather flock, flock together. together. yeah. You, you two found tend each to other. We, we, we found each other. <laughs> Again. <laughs> after about, I reckon, about a year. Oh shit! So you've yeah, you've gone through all that time of yeah. feeling good, and then you go, oh, what time for a reward, or was it just no, like you want to see w- if you, if it's going to entrap you, or? Um, I m- I met a I met a, I met a person. Okay. That did it as okay. well. Okay. That we talked about and we bonded over that. Okay. And then we got. Was drunk. that a female person? Oh yeah. Yeah. We got drunk one night and then bloody women. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no, joking. No. I'm joking. We I'm got joking. drunk one night and um. And then yeah, like fucking no shit. As a as a recovering drug addict. Yeah. I know my limitations. Yeah. I I know I can't. If it gets into my fucking head to get on, it it, it like back then uh, it couldn't I couldn't get it out of my head. Yeah. Especially when I'm drunk. 
You have to feed the beast, yeah? You've got to fucking feed it. Feed the beast. And and then I got on and then um, I always used to, every now and then, regress. Yeah. You know, hide from Travis. Yeah, yes, yes. You know, Travis used to go away. To his girlfriend's house, and that's when I used to do it on the weekends. Ah, yeah, but like it wasn't that it was it wasn't regimental like a, a back yeah, yeah, yeah. in Perth. It was just when you had the opportunity that was it. You or were when back. I felt down. It was always, always when okay. always when I felt down. Um, so touching with with Travis, obviously he was like um how how you'd say like uh, the Alcohol Anonymous have their supporters or whatever it is or the yeah. uh, I don't know what the term is, but so he was that for you. Did he did sponsor he f- sponsor, sponsor? Sorry, that's exactly right. Sponsor, not supporter. Yeah. Did he find out that you had slipped back in or anything like that? Or No, he hadn't found out. I don't think he knows. Oh, good. I but he probably knows now. So you didn't lose he a friendship didn't. or anything like that? No, 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 no. We're close friends. Yeah. We're close, we're close mates. Oh. You know, we, we, we do, like, like any close mates, you, you do fall out and then you, you come yeah, back again. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, come back yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't like see anything. each other for a year and then you see yeah. each other. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, um, look, even when I went back to Perth. Yeah. I used to fucking no shit. This is what this is this is what this is what this is this is what I used to do when I fucking used to go home to Perth, ring up my dealer. Yeah. Say pick me up from the airport. I'd fucking need <laughs> pick me up from the airport. I'd do I'd, I'd do a bender for fucking two three days. And then go home. And then go home to my parents. Oh god. And then I think to myself, <laughs> fucking, what am I doing? No, 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 You're going home to see them, and you. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, the plane's been delayed three days. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> it's it was. I'm I'm still addicted, and I've got, and then I had to think about fucking. I am a, I'm an addict. Yeah. I still am an addict. Yeah. I still, I'm, I haven't recovered. Yeah. But um, what really got me into that point of recovery was Muay Thai. Yeah. That sense of belonging, that family. Mate, it's like you know, not not to take away from the gravi- you know the gravitation of the story, mm. but a lot of people find their you know, we might, I don't know for the terminology, but they find that the Muay Thai and things like that, it feeds the beast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it takes over and your addiction becomes Muay Thai. Yeah. Oh, you know, and the, you have the purpose, you yeah. know, and like, like no, we said, like when we ch- ch- chatted with Pinky, you both yeah. were talking about it, you know, it's, um, it's a, it's a form of therapy. It's a form of, you know, uh, uh, you know, you, you get good rewards from it mentally, physically, everything like yeah. that. Obviously, one, like you said, you 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 went back and forth a bit. You you went up and down. You fell 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 back in a few times. But like I said, I've known you for quite a while now, and I know that you've been clean for quite a while now. So, what was that definitive moment? What was the catalyst that just drove drove it home, saying, "You know what? Fuck this. I'm better than the drugs." Yeah. And, I, and you wanted to give yourself some purpose. Mm. What what was it? Um, man, I read this. Obviously, <laughs> it might sound a bit silly. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, man. Just listen to his podcast, man. Well, he got he got me. I wouldn't have read books yeah. if it wasn't for Rogan, you know. Books, people like um, Jordan Peterson, you know, Brett Weinstein. Yep. All those. Fi- uh, 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 He's not uh, related to Harvey, is he? No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> man. No, but like um, he had a he had a um uh, a guest on it, uh, Johan Harari. Um, I'm not familiar uh, with him. Feels yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. He's um he's a uh, um. Uh, uh, an author, and he wrote a book called um, uh, "Chasing the Scream." Okay. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's a book about um, the first the first and last days of the war on drugs. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, just what really got me thinking about addiction and to think of it differently is he he had a a section in there and they were testing rats and cocaine and see if giving, it got yeah the rats cocaine cocaine. So yep. what they did is they had a rat in a cage. Um, they had a bottle, you know those little guinea pig bottle things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One with water, 
one with cocaine and water. And so what the rat did, and I want to see what the uh, you know what what the rat would do. Yeah. So the rat would go to the water, drink that. Go to the cocaine, ooh, drink that. Go back to the water, and then just keep going back to the cocaine. Yeah. And so and then t- and then and then die and then overdosed. Oh shit. So so the the uh, what do you call them? Scientists at the time said, when when giving him nothing, we're just giving him water and drugs. Yeah. And he's in a fucking cage. So what he did is he put um like wheels, other rats to socialise with and fuck, um just little toys. So they call it rat rat world, rat Disney rat Disneyland. Yeah. And so they did the same experiment. They put the water in there and also water with the cocaine. They went to the water, drank that. They went to the water and cocaine, drank that. But they never went back to it. Never went back to the cocaine. Their water. conclusion was because um. They had a social network. Yeah. They had a sense of belonging. They had things to do, and it was more. And th- it was more of a fact that they were bonding with the drug. Okay. You know, a- so a re- having a relationship with the drug, replacing that physical. Yeah. You know, o- not and occupations, dude, but associations. When I heard that, it was like a penny drop. I went, "Fuck, I am having. I am in love with the fucking drug. I am having an intimate relationship with the drug itself." Because when I'm happy, I take it. Yeah. When I was sad, I took it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 it was, was your like dependent. It, it was. And it made me... It, when I had it, it was like... Ah. Like a hug. Yeah. It's such a strange terminology that I hear a lot of a lot yeah. of addicts and, uh, and people say that. It's like it's like getting a hug from mum or something. You know, like a warm hug or something yeah. like that. Um, but that was it. That was... I associated that feeling as safe. Yeah. So once I fucking figured that shit out, man, I thought, oh, fuck. Uh, you know, I don't want to associate with fucking um, the people, birds of that flock together. Yeah. I, I cut m- all of my fucking ties with, with the drug people in Perth. Yeah. You know? Um, I cut all my ties with the drug people in Melbourne. Yeah. You know? Um, and the people that knew me that still did it wouldn't talk about it around me. Oh, that's, that's actually quite good, you know? Yeah. Considering when you've been going through all the mm. benders together, and yeah. like you said, but then uh, I die. But then, yeah, the uh, the saving grace, the one that really drove it home. Obviously, the book in that, and then you w- mm. you needed to find yourself a purpose. Yeah, you needed to find yourself a reason, and you needed to find something that was going to give you some some feeling. Yep, some, uh, and a sense of belonging. And uh, here we are. Uh, then it drives us here to where we are today. <laughs> This is how we live and gotta maintain The trap game used to struggle now with champagne the bar This is how we live in the fast lane We catch planes on a regular We slap case for bro's sake we gotta So, talk to us <laughs> Muay Thai <laughs> Obviously, you know um, Everyone knows the movie Van Damme movie Bloodsport Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> So that was the first time I ever seen Like uh, kickboxing or Muay Thai yep. In a movie And then I heard like um, Because like I heard Blair because I was mates with Travis. Yeah. You know Blair, Blair, yeah. Blair did it, and I've seen a couple of his fights, and I was going fucking wow. I didn't really know Blair at the time. Yeah. Um, because I was more mates with Travis, his younger brother. So, but um, um, I used to go around. Good Travis did it as well, and there was a couple of guys from our on my um uh, in my group like Travis, Lockie. They all did. They all started Muay Thai with Jeff Devine, which is oh, yeah. which is um Blair's Blair's. So they all knew it. So I, I used to always, I was a fucking bully. I was like, I was a fucking asshole back back, back, <laughs> back in the day. So I was a bully. So I used to go around, start fights and shit. 
and get fucking Lockie and Travis to fucking back me up and Big Richo. Big Richo was fucking like six foot eight and fucking 120 kilo. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was a big boy. And I used to always start fights and go fucking, come on, can't I fucking Muay Thai your ass? <laughs> I'll smash you. And then they'd go, yeah. And then like I'd go, boys, come on. And then they, you know. Oh, so you'd be the one that instigated it all and then let the boys take care of the business. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But um, look, <laughs> one night, one night it was, um, I remember it was the Jane Fleet nightclub. We it was all finished and we did the same thing. I had dread long dreadlocks. Did the same thing. Oh, fucking Muay Thai, your fucking ass, cunt. And then like I look behind me and the boys go, yeah, go on, Bundy. Muay Thai's ass. Had a fight with him. This cunt fucking knocked my teeth out. Beat the fuck out of me. So the boys had had enough of you calling out the, for the yeah, war. Yeah, you got, yeah you know I, what? Got, I got the shit beaten out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Go fight yourself, you prick. <laughs> um, but then as I was getting beaten up, the boys stopped and, and you know. And, and Made sure like he was all right. I was all right. Oh, God, mate. You're telling that, you know, I've, you told me a, a cracking story, actually. Like, I know you, you did such it on how you, your mates used to uh, help you out. But I remember you telling me about a story of uh, a young Blair Smith. And yourself in um, in Thailand I'm with a very similar yeah. similar situation <laughs> with uh, oh my tie your ass and <laughs> you know do you want to uh, give us a little insight onto that one yeah like um I, I went over there for my 40th so that was 11 years ago so we weren't that young yeah still we whippersnappers young. mate still whippersnappers but you know who was young Ryan Toby yes that was 16 and would have been about 16 then 16 or seven, yeah 15 going on 16 or 16 going on 17. And um, it was would have been around, uh, that was Toby's first fight at Rajadam Stadium. Oh, so you were there for his first ever fight yeah, at Raja? Yeah, at, at Raja. He won it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no we did. <laughs> yeah, we did talk. I think we talked about that one before. Possibly, yeah. Uh, no, we, I, I've talked about it with Roy. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, we previously talked about Roy. Um, so that that was that, 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 that trip. And I remember that night, um, one of our mates, one of my mates, one of the Travis and I mates, <laughs> I won't name him, <laughs> but Travis and I know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Travis knows who he is, and so does Blair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All night, he kept fucking saying, Blair, he goes, mate, Blair, he kept going, Blair, I've been told you you're fucking tough. I've been told you're a fucking tough man, mate. <laughs> you know, and Blair was going, yeah, whatever, mate, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Didn't think much of it. Yeah. Then after what, he just kept going, mate, hey, I'll, I'll, he kept offering him money. Because I bet you, if I give you this, I bet you can't knock me out. Oh, Blair goes, sure. oh fucking mate, leave, leave it out, leave it out. And then he kept going, like, and then he, then one, then after a while, uh, he, he come up to me and Blair, he come up to me and Travis and goes, "Fucking, this guy's a dickhead," because he keeps fucking, he's offered me fucking two and a half fucking, uh, uh, two and a half bar, two and a, uh, two thousand, no, two thousand five hundred baht to knock him out. <laughs> and he goes, "He's a fucking dickhead." I says, "Just take the money and knock him out, Blair." <laughs> he goes, "No, nah, what a fucking idiot." And I think, um, <laughs> I woke up the next day, and I was sharing a room with him. Yeah. And he had a fucking a bit of a black eye. <laughs> I said, what the fuck happened? He's fucking Blair hit me, mate. <laughs> said, you fucking asked for it. You kept asking for it. And apparently what happened is Blair got sick of fucking this cunt giving him, you know, asking him, asking him. And I think it was right at the end of the night. They were in the elevator. Blair fucking looked around to see him in the cameras. <laughs> and he just fucking went bang and knocked him. <laughs> I think, I wonder if Blair remembers that story. Oh, God. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I love Thailand. You know, yeah. you know. I you've, you've, you've made a couple of trips over there, haven't you? I've known since I was forty. I've there every year. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. every year. And like like I said before, it was like um, I'd work and then fuck off to Thailand. Yeah. You know, the last time I was there. You were there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Big Al was there. Big Al Husky. Yeah, yeah and did and some that's time. Right. And and, 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 yeah. and yeah, we did. We've we, 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 we already talked about that shit. Yeah. But yeah. So but Thailand is, is obviously like, it's one of those places for, for everyone in this industry or the majority of people listening mm. that... It's you know it's there for Muay Thai and stuff like that, but yeah, for you it's a reward from obviously the the long long year of work that you yeah. put in, and you go there. Um, so you still you're still training every time you go there, majority of the time. Yeah, or no, I'd I, 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 nah, I'd like to train. Obviously, I, I do I do this. I go there and um, you know, and social. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and spend some time there. And like um, I, uh, Travis, like I, I've got my free diving ticket. Yep. So I do do a bit of free diving. Oh nice! You know, and I then in, in the last couple of um last couple of trips, I I went to Burma, and that's who I, um, that's my background Burma. Yeah. So I spent some time with my family, go go back to the village where um where my father grew up. Okay. Yeah. So were you, were you Burmese born? No, 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 no. Myanmar or Burma? What's Burma? Burma. Yeah, I yeah. call it Burma, man. I mean, it's like um, it's always Burma. Yeah. Myanmar is a change of the name, but Myanmar is. Not a representation of the people there, because you're still no, considered Burmese. But then, yeah, I think I mean, Myanmar was like a traditional name, okay, what okay. it was called. Yeah. And then Burma is actually an English name, but Burma, B-U-M-A, is the is the biggest province, and that's the Burma is is the is the there's like Kachin, um, there's different types of uh, tribes as you say, yep, or yep. ethnic groups. Yep. But Bama is the is the biggest ethnic group. Okay. And so the British... Does that come with different dialects and everything, or is no, it all... Well, there's different dialects. Kachin, um, I don't know. Uh, there's there's about several different dialects. Okay. Yeah, because um, uh, Moo, one of um, uh, Blair's boys, fighters, little... Um, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's Burmese. Yeah. He's, he's, he speaks a different dialect than what I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Bama... So the English called it Burma. Yeah. And then when they call it Myanmar. And then when the 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 juntas took over, they changed it back to Myanmar. Just like um, Pol Pot when he changed uh, Cambodia back to camp to Kampuchea. Yeah, and, and then then, cha- back. then it's back. It's been changed back. Similar yeah. like Similar. Thailand was originally Siam. Siam, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, did so did you did you get into did you have a look at any of the Lethway fights or anything no. like that? No, the Burmese no. Burmese I remember my one of my you know a couple of my old uncles talking about the how. The Burmese and the Thais used to have like a state of origin every year. <laughs> like, like the Burmese fighters and the Thai fighters, and the Burmese and my, my uncle said, "I oh, used to beat up the little Thais." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, then I you go then to I Thailand and it's the, the, the different. Oh, the fat Burmese, they're too slow. We used to beat them up. <laughs> and yeah, whatever, man. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, what about like you said? So you've you've done a bit of traveling to Thailand to and from. Have you been to a few different camps? Um, Tiger. Yeah. Um. Then there was. Lamai, what was the what's the gym in Lamai? There's uh, Lamai Muay Thai. Oh, there was. There's also the one with the outdoor stadium. Nah, there's Lamai Muay Thai. It's all blue. It's yeah, it's yeah, up at the top of the hill, up at the top of the hill type of thing. Yeah. Now that's Lamai Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, I've done at the Island Muay Thai in in, in Kotel. Kotel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Tiff was talking about she had a fight there yeah, at yeah, that yeah, stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that's where Travis lives in Kotel, yeah. Yeah, he used to. Used He's to, in sorry. Spain now, trying to get fucking back home. Oh <laughs> god, <It's a laughs> I know that's trouble. <laughs> we seem to always fucking go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So talk actually, what just while we're, we're back on that subject, talk us through the your experience. So was that your first time at Raja as well, watching Toby? Yeah. Yeah. 
it was a good experience, man. It was like I've never. It <laughs> I got him for, I got him for like um, I think it was five hundred baht. Oh yeah, yeah. I think all the Back others had to pay tw- um, twelve hundred or something. I don't know how much they paid. The, they paid the flung. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was with Travis. Uh, but they probably thought you were Thai, so you just didn't yeah, say Yeah, no, anything. there was a friend of Thai, ours, Thai, she Thai. Was, she's Thai, yeah. and then she just brought you, and she said something in Thai, <laughs> and then like I just paid my fucking 500 baht, and the rest of the, the, the others, all the, all the white people had to fucking pay like 2,000 or something like that. So that's what a but lot yeah. of people, like when they first see that, they're like, what the hell, that's the most racist thing in the world, you know what I mean? Like, for anyone that doesn't know, there's there's probably, majority of the place you go, maybe not like a cafe or something like that, but there'll be a, a Thai price yeah. and there'll be a, a, falang, a foreigner price. It's a, because they, they, they rely on um, the... the well, tourism is one tourism. of their main sectors, yeah. you know. And I, I actually, I not not respect it so much, but I understand it. I'm like, well, well, mm. we're in their country. We're, you know, paying for their services, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Especially if we're on holidays, not paying any taxes down and things like that. So, <laughs> But some people really get upset with it. But, but yeah, the, um, there was... I remember, yeah, it was a great... Oh concrete stadium yeah you know and we were up pretty high and just looking down i remember seeing blair walking around like a because he wasn't the like he wasn't training he was in the corner he oh, was he just more like no. a, just seeing his son oh fight. so this is probably very when, when toby was with fa group i'm I assuming think so. yeah. i think so i think yeah Re- rebs will tell us all about that yeah <laughs> but yeah i, I do re- what do what i found very distinctive was there was all these Punters yelling, and they were right, just fucking. Yeah, I don't even know what. And I was wondering what they were yelling at. So they, I don't know how they bet. How do they bet? Well, it's like it, 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 it's all depending. Like they, um, you, you, you go. Hey, I take on this guy. I take on this fighter. You, you bet against me. Five and a bar. Or something it can like be that. like that. Yeah. You can also they they'll change their odds type of thing. Like they'll use their fingers to to dictate certain things. You know, like mm. two to one. So that's one. another. It's another sport in itself, isn't it? Oh, it's crazy. It's punting. Some d- people. Some people. This day and age of of. Um, have their old belief that the gamblers have kind of ruined Muay Thai a little bit because mm. they have such a big influence on what can happen and what can be dictated. Yeah. Which is, it's a whole other story in itself. But like there's some of the gamblers, especially like towards the end of um, like the original Lumpini and stuff like that, they're yeah. pretty heavy gangsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? Then there'd, there'd be some big side bets. Like you'd, there's a couple of times where there'd be million baht side bets and things Fucking like that. Hell. So that, uh, that opens up for corruption. Well, yeah. And... <laughs> I love Thailand to death. It's my favorite country in the world. But there is a slight, the there's a slight <laughs> little tiny little tiny. bit of uh, corruption that can happen there Just and there. Just a little bit. <laughs> but no. no <laughs> shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can cut that out. No, no. <laughs> we can boop that out. Uh, you go back know. to Thailand and fucking... Yeah, <laughs> hey, you said this about Thailand on the podcast. No, but we love Thailand, though. Hey, like I said, it's a... It's a you know, it's a it's a saviour for some people, just as Muay Thai was a saviour for yourself. And yeah, I find Thailand's one of the um one of my one of my favourite spots in the world. Yeah, you know what I mean. I went to Europe, and like you, it's like every time like I go to Europe, I'll, I'll always fly back through Thailand and spend a week. Yeah, spend ten days. It's a good breaking point too. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like break the flights up. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, no it's eight hours on the phone. No, get me no, off. And fucking, there's no place like Bangkok, bro. Yeah, I'm a Phuket guy, man. Oh yeah, I'm a big Phuket guy. I love the beach. I'm an island boy, you know. Yeah, but I, I, <laughs> I like I like the beaches. Yeah, you know, I, I like I like Koh Samui and 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 Copenhagen. Yeah, you know, and, and Koh Tao. Bangkok and reminds me too much of Melbourne. <laughs> it's a city life. Oh, obviously, dude, 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 I love the I lo- I do love a bit of a city lifestyle. I love the hustle and bustle. Yeah, I I, I don't I hate it. I do, I don't <laughs> mind it, but it's it it's it's a it's a big city, but it's still got that Thailand 
feel about oh, it. Oh, yeah, of it's course. It's intrinsically tight. Yeah. The fucking... The, I love the hawkers in, on the side of the street. Coast, yeah, Coastline Road and oh. even Rumble Tree Road and things like that. Oh, so it's like... Um, Bangkok is awesome, but... Yeah. For living, my personal, personally, I like to live in Phuket, you know? Yeah, but I, but I like to go and train in Bangkok. Yeah. But... <laughs> but um yeah uh, Phuket is I would go back there again for sure like I love Tiger yeah I fucking loved it I love that whole area yeah you know just getting a bike and I was I was staying in a place probably about maybe two and a half k's up from Tiger yep just on that main drag there and you turn right um yeah and just it, the beaches were probably maybe five ten minutes in yeah five ten that yeah. then they've got that big giant shopping center there as well yeah Central Central I think they're in every main city. Yeah. From what I can recall. Or the junction on one or the other. <laughs> but yeah, but it's, it's, it's Phuket's a, and I'll go back to Phuket. Yeah. For sure. For sure, man. Good, man. Yeah. It'll be part of your continuation to your journey. Is there, is there anything on the horizon, you know, that you might jump in the ring and give it, <laughs> put it, put all the training to purpose or? Um, look, I've always thought to myself with, um, with fighters, it's, 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 you're either a fighter or you're not a fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm thinking, about it, I'm looking at it differently. Yeah, you know, it m- I'm thinking it more more of a challenge. Okay, yeah, you know what I mean. And just to see that um, if I can if I can do it and and not have that that, f- that the fight or flight. Yeah, to see if I can actually fight instead of fucking flight. Yeah, being in control. Yeah, well, that's, right, that's I think that's the most. But I want to see if I can be in control under pressure. Yeah, well, even like something like an interclub or an amateur fight night or something. Yeah, like that, that's the perfect place to be able to do that because mm. it's. It's a great ambition, you know what I mean, and I think it's a it's a dominant ambition in everyone to try and test themselves. Yeah, in, like in, you know, it's and th- there's a, like you said, there's a big difference between being a fighter yes. and then wanting to have a fight to test yourself. Yes, and as long as people can understand the difference in that, like mm. y- you know, when it, there's this is this can be some people's livelihoods. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't just get around and have a joke in there and X Y Z. Like oh even no. if you're going to have an amateur fight, you're still training like it's the last day on yeah. the earth. You know, it's a it's one of the most humbling. It's a humbling experience when you're grappling with a, an experienced fighter. Yeah. And he's just fucking just going, just take it, just throwing you around everywhere, kneeing <laughs> you at, with, with, with ease, <laughs> tripping you up and all that. It's, it's, it's humbling. And I think it, it's good to be humbled. Yeah, of it's course. It's fucking great to be humbled. It's very important that people mm. don't live on that pedestal where they're untouchable and things like oh, that. Oh, fuck yeah. You've I'd love to see you get in there, man. Personally, I think you know what I mean. You're going to take my corner. I'll take your corner, brother. Any oh, day of the week. What about what about what about what about just doing a, uh, like a series, a podcast series, and, and my juice <laughs> <laughs> fucking a fight? We'll try and fight, find someone else to another podcast for you to fight. Oh, <laughs> oh. What about the guys from fucking uh, the, uh, um, combat chat? No, mate, they're experienced fighters. <laughs> they're very good fighters, actually. That Hugh, Hugh O'Donnell. Hugh Donald, no, Hugh no, O'Donnell. they are. He's, they a, he's actually yeah. He's making really good waves when it comes to it. I think. He, I can't remember if he's Southpaw or not, but I've seen him like because obviously he works with a good friend of mine, Iram, and things. Yeah, he's actually he's actually someone to really look out for. Like I know he's getting a little bit longer yeah. in his career, but I, I quite like watching him fight. I haven't seen, I believe it's Shane. Shane. I haven't seen Shane. I think Shane's an MMA. He is. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> Sorry, boys. I haven't really done my. <laughs> I only know my boy Ty boys, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, you know. But they've they've got a great podcast, though. Yeah, they. But do, I don't like. Like we're only kidding. I'm not gonna fucking. Try. <laughs> we're not gonna do a Jake. I Paul. wouldn't. I would not be putting you up against nah, you anyway. We're so. not. We're not. Gonna, we're not gonna try Jake Paul fucking uh, show show where I where you know where nah. I where I start fucking calling out other fucking <laughs> podcasters. You know what? Sigh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you could call out whoever you want. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. So, after I got beaten up, 
I then like I went fuck it. I, I should re- you know I should really learn. I can't <laughs> fucking be a big mouth. I should learn it. Learn how to try and back the mouth up. Um, I did go. I did uh, go with Lockie. Um, may he rest in peace. He's pa- he passed away a couple of years back. Um, did go to Lockie with Jeff Devines. Yep. You know, and um, I di- and that was it. Once, I think uh, we went for a run. I was, I was actually on speed as well. Oh god. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, and then uh, never went back. It was only when I come here and wanted to swap one addiction to another. <laughs> yeah. I I did my t- I started doing my time and met this when I met like um this this is my second gym my first gym was with um uh dominance and Keith was a the coach then Keithy Grant yeah Keithy Grant the King of Scotland yeah I remember you I used to punch like a little you know how you get cats and they when they do the little pitter patter punches yeah 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 he fucking used to slap me across the head gets fucking do a proper punch <laughs> that's a, that's meant to be a Scottish accent by the way that was, yeah I wasn't sure what was going on there. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, You've been around a long time, old Keithy. I know. Down there at um, Immersion MMA in Glen mm. Waverley. Yeah. Very, very, very good coach, man. Very knowledgeable, man. Good, yeah. good bloke, too. No, nah, fantastic guy. Fantastic. Well, there's, there's a lot of good, great guys in the uh, in the industry. And then, so, what made you leave Dominance to come down to the good old super fight? I feel like we talk about this every episode. Everyone ends up down here. And um, <laughs> no, but, but obviously, because talking to Blair... And uh, yep. Yeah, and then ob- and then seeing and I met. I remember Blair had a few fighters over for Reb- for um, uh, Rebellion. Okay, might have been something else before. No, it would have been always Rebellion because it was that red scooter. Oh yeah, that was the early days of Rebellion. Early days. Yeah, yeah. And then I think I met uh, one fine night. I met uh, um, I met Don. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know who you're talking about here. <laughs> I met Don. Yeah. Um, but then I and then I come up here. Yeah. And then yeah, and then it just. And then it just helped you from day mm. by day. Yeah, like I mean, it's just like it's fucking the fitness, the sense of belonging. Yeah, the lifestyle, the the people in the industry, the people in the game. Yeah, um, well, here, like yeah. you know, especially at the gym, you're you know, like we 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 have the term like your caretaker, you know, like <laughs> like the uh, the the Gandalf, if you will, the, the yeah. elderly man with full of wisdom, full of hope. <laughs> and, you know, like always, said, always, always, always. Uh, not 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 fixing technique, just complimenting technique <laughs> and. Which is quite strange since you've never had a fight. Or exactly, <laughs> exactly. But that might change. We don't, we, know. we don't know. We don't know. No, but it, you know what I mean. Like, it's it's so good to be able to see people come come from a dark place and then find their purpose inside of Muay Thai mm. and find themselves. A, they, you know, like I, you can see the smile on your face <laughs> after you've you know, had a pad rounds or had a, you know, yeah. had a hit in the bag or just coming in here and just terrorizing everyone. You know, hey, yeah. guys, you know. So, like you said, Muay Thai is obviously not the main thing, but it's part of your rehabilitation, part of your yeah. saving grace from yeah. from where you were. No man, I thank you guys for that. Like, um, I haven't, um, I have been clean since December two thousand and seventeen. Mate, four years. Four years, brother. Four years. Congratulations. Mate. Oh, cheers, man. Good work. Cheers. I do. I do. Like every now and then, when I get down. Yeah. You know. Um, think it's the way to go. Uh, I, 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 that feel always comes. Yeah. But knowing the fact that I, knowing the fe- knowing what that feeling is, yeah, is a big thing. Is 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 is, is an advantage because you can go, okay, that that feeling's coming. Up. Let's do something else. Let's let's let's, I don't know, train hard. Let's train. Let's write. 
Yeah. Journaling has been a fucking awesome thing for me as oh, well. Okay. So that's a technique you've developed over the last four years or has yes. it always been? Okay. No, I've never journaled. Never journaled? Never journaled until, uh, say, the last year and a half. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I know, like they say, some people have to be um, have to be shown in words, some people have to be shown in actions, or some yeah. people have to hear what you know for something to stick in their uh, brain so yeah. you're more of if you write something down it makes you feel I, I'm, like an I'm, expression yeah I'm not, but this is more of knowing who i am type of thing yeah like knowing i'm going um fucking what am i why, why am i fucking angry at that cunt for the anger is anger is the is is the branch yeah yeah the branch feeling i've got to get down to the root feeling yeah so why am i angry why why did i why did i get angry for and it always comes back to my fucking mum. <laughs> 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 the the the, the Wanting, wanting the the um the recognition from your mother. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, like, yeah, you know, fucking, why I feel ashamed or whatever. You know, it comes, it always comes back to that. Nothing like a mother's love, mate. Yep, always nothing nothing like a mother's love. But yeah, so um, important. Obviously, like we've touched on, you know, you've had a the, you know, not, a, you've had a couple of ups and downs. You've been through, been through hell and back. Muay Thai's been your savior. Mm. You moved over to Melbourne and. Um, you're you're ready to tackle Perth again? Is that right? Yeah, that's like, gonna happen. Do yeah. you have that association with Perth now, where you're a little bit concerned? Like, am I gonna fall back into a, a trap or anything like that? No. Or no, 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 great segue, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, I've acquired the weaponry, mate. Yep, I've got the fucking weaponry to to know. Like I said, like I said before, I I get the feeling I'm no fucking. We're, we're hu- I'm human. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about the bad times. I'm gonna think about re- regressing. Yeah. But I, I, I've got the weaponry. You know, the, the I can <laughs> journaling, um, meditation. It, it, it helps me to create that space, so I don't react emotionally. Yeah. I can go. I can think about thing so oh this feeling of fucking i should get on why no you're able to sit back break sit it back, down break it down and go, go no this is why i'm feeling like this yeah go back through the steps yeah. and go no nah, and the then end game of that that two-day bender is yeah. not going to help what can what an hour of the fitness may be helping basically i've got control over the drug the drug hasn't control over me and fucking plus i know what it feels like um coming down yeah come uh, down like the twin uh, down, mate. Uh, <laughs> that's, the hor- that's the horrible. That's the horrible part. <laughs> Especially after fucking four days. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good effort, mate. I tell you. So, like we said, mm. when, um, there's there's uh, more movement. Yeah. There's more movement on the horizon for for young Christopher. My chosen work is festivals. Yep. Um, uh, I like that lifestyle. Yeah. You know, traveling the traveling country. Hey, what's better than live music in the world? You know what I mean? Seeing like people I s- having good times, having a dance, having a beer. I get a feel. I get a good feeling, like when I, I see like twenty thousand people just fucking having a good time, and I'm supplying the, the alcohol. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, no, no. I, ju- I, ha- I see the smile on the kids' faces. Yeah, and I think, oh, I'm fucking part of that. Yeah, you know, I'm part of the contributing factor. Yeah, yeah, I'm part of that. It's fucking. It's it's good. I I love it. So there's no work here. Yeah, in Melbourne, I can't go anywhere. We've I've had fucking so far since the end of last year. 20 festivals cancel us fucking hell man that's a fucking lot of money bro of course you know um but i've been offered a job back home in perth yes yeah okay because of the 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 there's a few of the um organizers that are 
just don't do anything here in Melbourne that basically have left the industry. Yep. It's left a bit of a vacuum. Okay. My mate in Perth that does the supply of alcohol for festivals have, has picked up that work. So all the work that's in Queensland that my my, my boss would normally pick up here in Victoria, like the, my Victorian boss, yeah, he, he would have picked up everything in Queensland, New South Wales, Tasmania, South Australia. Okay. Most of that work. Now, Timmy, my mate back home in Perth, yeah. has picked up all that work. So um, he rang me a couple of months ago going, oh, you know, January, we're, we're on tour um, do you, on the East Coast. Do you want to uh, you want to work? Went, yeah, fuck it. No, yes. Yeah, well, you need to yeah. at the moment Give as well. me some work. Yeah. Um, and then after all this pandy and everything, like when I got the, the, the uh, COVID, the vid, yeah. um, just made me think about fucking going home. Obviously, the tragedies of my, my, my father passing away and my, and my sister passing away yeah. um, beginning of the year, it just puts me back to... Family is, is important to me. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And just being closer. I'm like I've got my friends here. Yeah, of course. And it's a great, great network, great support. Yeah. But I don't know. Family's fucking just. You can't I'm beat what, it, mate. Dude, you know nephews, nephews and nieces. Yeah. I, I I don't see them. I haven't seen them. You know the kids grow up. Yeah. I, and then like, just that bonding with them and just kind of like being a mentor. Yeah. You know. And like you said, man, you've you've been here for a long time in Melbourne now. You know, mm. what I mean? not like in any sense of the word of, or any sense of thing. Like you've done your time. Here, you know, but I love this place, man. It's fucking, it's awesome. Well, it's contributed, uh, you know, as a major mm. contribution to your, your rehabilitation, you know. And mm. like you said, but man, there's nothing more important in the world than family, you know Dude. what I mean? And yeah. you know, I'm a huge advocate for that. Like mm. I, like I said, I've left my left my job overseas and everything to to make sure, yeah. You know what I mean? We're kind of like, like I said, we're, we're like if it's the terminologies before the the birds of the feather flock together. together. We d- and this, is good, this is the good one. Yeah, <laughs> now we're we're in this you know very similar situation. You know, mm. like you're going home to see your mom yeah. and spend time with your family and things mm. like that, which is you know like we're we're on the similar path and like it's it's not what we want. <laughs> yes, yeah. you know what I mean. No uh, one, it's not what we want to see happen. But I, I, you know what I mean. I, I find. I find a lot of good things in you being able to go back Thank and you. be with your family. And Thank uh, you. Uh, Look, I find a lot of good things as well. But you know what? You know, don't think, guys. Do not think that this podcast is going to fucking end. Oh, the podcast is, you know, it's no- nothing's happening with that. Every, yeah. All we're doing is we're moving on to bigger and better things. Yes. Yes. Know? Shall we talk? Nah, we'll nah. leave. No, nah, we'll leave them. Leave them with a bit of want. You know what I mean? That's all we like to do. <laughs> okay, but we can tell you there's not going. There will be more than one episode a week. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm going. That's all we're going to say. But man, what a fucking um, man. That's what I mean, Bun. You know, like it's you. You do take care of everything with this podcast. You know, if it wasn't for you, this podcast would never start because I'm the laziest person in the world. No, 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 no. And no. it was, you know, you're a good talent. What I want you to do, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you just. Just do, do, be you. Yeah. Just be you, bro. You're doing a great job. You're doing it's, a great job, mate. It's um, it's good for people to understand what what you are as a person, who you've been, and mm. you know why your interest in in combat sports were were aroused, yeah. you know, and what brought you to brought us together as well. Mm. Even though, like I said, it, it, it's not the end by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, but like, man, I can't thank you enough for everything that you've done. For me personally, and you know, and like helping, helping me want to express myself a little bit more. I and think it's important to, that you do express yourself, Sammy, because yeah. you're fucking, you're a natural, and I can see the glee and and the, that tint in your eye when you're doing it, man. Yeah, well, man, like this here now, you know, I didn't know a lot of this. I didn't know how you know bad that your addiction problem was and things like that. Like <laughs> I knew that you had, like you know, we we speak about things like that, but mm. 
like, and it makes me feel like I'm closer to you again. You oh, know? Yeah. And then now, uh, now obviously our listeners are going to become closer to you as well. They're I've never, understand. I've never really publicly told that stuff. Well, even just before when you said that Travis didn't know that you were getting on uh, when he went away. Yeah. And I mean, that's one of your closest friends for years and years. And <laughs> you've come out here and you fucking spilt the spilt your beans. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but like you said, man, uh, credit uh, to you, born bro. Four years now. Going strong and there doesn't mm. look, there's no end in sight with that. I'm completely um I'm st- see I'm still the same guy from two thousand and three. Yeah. But just a different mindset. Yeah, exactly. I'm still that fucking happy go lucky guy, um, that yeah. will have fun with you, that will joke around with you, that will fucking take the piss out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. That will not try and fight you though and try and more tie your ass and get his mates to fucking stick up. I'd that. give you the hot tip, mate. If you do that to me, I'll be saying, Oh well, you better learn how to fight pretty quick, because <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> oh God. But, but thank but Honestly, yeah. one man, from the bottom of my heart, but I appreciate everything you've done, you know. No. Thank you. And I personally, you know, and I know people, everyone from the gym too, but we'll get that out one day, but I personally yeah. can't thank you enough. Man. You know what I mean? You're a good person to have, you're good energy to be around. Cheers, mate. Uh, but after the break, let's get in. We'll, we'll fucking, we'll talk to Rebel, you know. Roy the Rebel. Wills. Yeah. Pow, pow. Pow, pow. What's that on that beat? Oh. Late at night. Kiss me in the morning or late at night. Long as you come through, I'ma make it come over and over. I'ma treat you like I'm supposed to. You better never make no time for these niggas. Cause when I ride, I'ma ride, ride with you. Yeah, welcome back. And once again, like we promised, we've got the man, the myth, the legend himself from the West, Roy the Rebel Will. Big intro, motherfucker. A good mate. Good to have you back on, Roy Boy, mate, our uh, WA correspondent, our liaison. <laughs> Let's crack straight into it, Roy Boy. Um, Muay Thai Grand Prix, 30th of October, yeah? Yes, yep. Um, a couple of weeks now, so, well, a week and a half. Okay, so obviously this this is your kind of uh, first stable, first, first uh, stable of fighters that are coming out from uh, underneath you and Toby more so than anything. Um, yeah, yeah. How many boys, have you, boys, girls have you got on the fight? And uh, give us a quick rundown of what's been happening down at the uh, at the old pit. Oh, you know the, the gym's been good, man. It's been busy. Um, mm. Yeah, like coming into this nice weather now over here. Um, yeah, we've, we've had a lot of new people to start up, and fighters class has been packed. And um, yeah, like Toby and I have kind of, um, you know, Blair's still. He just started holding pads again yesterday. Um, so Toby and I have been basically training. We've got three fighters on MTGP. Yep. Um, plus all the other guys that come to the fighters class. So, But now we've been really um, involved in the in this camp, kind of making it old school, like how we remember it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so the boys have been working real hard. Um, and they're all looking sharp. We've got Brandon Hardcastle... Moo, Doe, and Caleb Leung fighting. So, Brandon Hardcastle, a relation to Tyler? Yeah, yeah, it's his little brother. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I, haven't, um, I haven't heard much about him yet. Is he what? Is he quite experienced campaigner as well, or is he still just starting to come up? Uh, no, so he's, I think he's had, oh, I think he's had like 14 or 15 fights. I'm oh, not shit. sure, maybe a That's couple more, a couple less. Yeah. yeah, so he's still kind of um, fairly new, but he did a bit of training with his brother in Thailand for um, a couple of months, and 
Um, he's really skilled for how many fights he's had. Yeah. Um, he's like 21, I think. So oh, cool. So really he's still got quite a bit to go. Yeah. yeah. What type of style? Um, what... he, yeah, he's going to be real good one day. His, his style is kind of uh, like he hits super hard. Um, not hit, super busy, but um, yeah, kind of, kind of um, like slow, methodical. Not slow, but like methodical kind of talking kind of um style pretty so much just pit style really pit style moving <laughs> forward yeah pretty much yeah and you know like moy mark with a bit started, of intelligence he started at riddlers then he went to legends academy for a bit okay. um and then he came to us so um he's had most of his career away from us yeah but he's shown great promise um you know through his training he's he fits in really well with everyone, and mm. yeah, and and now his brother's at the gym with us as well. So, man, I was having a quick yarn with Toby. Yeah, it must have been yesterday or the day before. Man, so jealous of, <laughs> like, I see your guys' stories, man. You know, yeah. and, and it's you guys are obviously pushing the boys hard, man. Those clinching rounds that they're fuck going through, man. That the was funny as fuck in the head. And I just sit <laughs> yeah. there like, fuck, man. I'll do anything to be involved <laughs> in that. You know, when you're doing it, you're like, that's the worst thing in the world. Who was <laughs> When you can't, when you can't do it, I was like, "Fuck, man!" And those boys look like they're fucking primed and ready to go, man. But and like you said, you guys, are, you guys are going real old school on him. You know what I mean? You're not giving them, not letting them take any backward steps or anything. And you know, as soon as they hit the deck, get the fuck up, let's go, move on yeah, again, yeah. keep moving, keep moving. <laughs> I've, I've literally lost my voice. Like I don't know if you could tell, but I've got a bit of a croaky voice at the moment, and that's from like yelling. At during the clinch rounds, like, mm. way, like every time the boys <laughs> land good knees, you know, like yeah. Toby, Toby's bringing like that experience and that, um, that kind of like time that he had in Thailand mm -hmm. and training. Obviously they know how to bring the best out of their, their fighters over there. Yeah. And he's bringing that knowledge to us, you know, like everyone must be loud when they clinch, like mm. and not just the fighters, like every single person, when they land a knee, they've got to make their own noise. Like, Ey! you know, like, yeah. yeah everything they do about it like that that noise and if everyone's doing that noise and it's and it creates an energy you know, yeah fuck and yeah. that energy noise can raise the energy like if you've got everyone clinching and they're real quiet and yeah you know like yeah. you got to set the intention hard you know yeah like as soon as you start making noise you know your partner goes fuck that like i want to i want to fucking land some good knees and then yes. next minute yeah. you got a, a, a clinch war going and that's how you get better by yeah. just every single night getting into these hard exchanges so that when you get it to a, in the fight, it's easy. Yeah. Train hard, fight easy. I huh? like they always say. <laughs> but you're so right, man. It sets an intention from the get-go. It sets, you know what I mean? You're going to hold yourselves to a standard and it's going to be this. It's going to be of a high level. We're not just in there having a pitter-patter going, yeah. uh, 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 uh. it's in there, you know, big down, do, do, go, boy, you know, just getting all that, we, uh, getting everything right from the get-go. <laughs> Look, like, um, the slower pace clinching and sparring and all that does have its place. Of course. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, for the guys that are um, obviously trying to get that fitness and that strength up for their fight, that's that's the reason that we kind of, that, at the moment anyway, we're really, like, everyone must clinch fucking hard because that's how we used to clinch. Yeah. And, and we used to, you know, as young, younger fighters, we were really strong, so. Especially 10 days out, man, you know what I mean? The standard has to be set now. You... you you're not tapering off. You're, yeah. you're right in that. You're right in that zone now, where you have got to be building yourself up to that hundred percent. And then you know, obviously, when your weight cuts and things start, you'll taper off everything there. 
But these last these yeah. last two weeks are always the most important parts of the fight camp, you know? It's where you set your standards, yeah. set your intentions. So if you got the boys, yeah. like like I said, man, they're humming, man. I was saying to Toby mm. yesterday, I was like, fuck, fuck yeah. man, everyone looks so strong and yep. impressive. Like, you see one night someone's getting swept, the next night they're sweeping the other mm. person. And, like, yeah. the balance looks really, really good, man. So I'm imagining, I'm imagining the energy at the gym is fucking through the roof, too. Yeah, no, it is. It's really good. And um, so yesterday we just had Kian and Leo both start their fight camp uh, for Domination as well, which is six weeks away. So shit, yeah. And Dominate, that's the yeah. that's a promotion that Blair that Blair's with as well. Yes. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so this last one for the end of the year, um, I guess we'll talk about it when closer it gets as well. But they're doing a mixed MMA and Muay Thai card. So, so are we talking? Are we talking? Mo- oh, so we're talking Muay Thai in a cage, not MMA in a ring. Yeah. What's nice. this for? Is this yeah, dominance? No. You're talking about dominance, bro. Domination. Domination. Sorry. Domination. Yeah. Sorry. Let's start again. <laughs> but do, you're talking about domination, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am, bro. Yeah. No worries. Let's get back on track for the for the Grand Prix, though. So you touched yeah. on uh, Brandon Hardcastle, and you know he, your high hopes for him, and the young Burmese boy we spoke about before, um, Mudo. Mudo. Little pocket rocket. Little yeah, pocket rocket, yeah. man. He, he reminds me of Supernong. Yeah, man. He, he's, uh, like, he, I don't know his exact height, but he's short. He's short, yeah. But his, like, legs and shoulders and that are, like, the size of mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just a little tank. He so he's, he's a giant. <laughs> yeah, he's a little giant. <laughs> yeah, a, a, another, uh, another heavy, heavy mover, I'm guessing. Heavy kicks, heavy punches then. Yeah, yeah, he um he he does hit very hard, but because of his size as well, like it's really fast. Yeah, he's like explosively fast. So what does he fight at? Style. Uh, so I think it's at fifty five this fight. Oh shit! Um, but he can make fifty three. Yeah. Oh crap! Yeah, Jesus. but there's no opponents for him at that yeah. weight. I, yeah. I was, I was, I was gonna say, does, do you find it hard for to find opponents at that at that size at that at that weight? Yeah, yeah. Moo has been really, really struggling to get opponents, or Blair's been struggling to find Moo yeah. um, opponents, simply because obviously we got the borders uh, <laughs> shut at the moment, yep. which limits your options yep. anyway. Um, but yeah, Moo um, in WA, there's like a handful of guys, and to have them all like available yeah. at any one time is it's pretty hard. So, but yeah, he was so he was up. Sorry, was that? He's gone. Is yeah. that? That's why he's gone up. Yeah, he's gone up just a couple of kilos to to get this fight. Yeah, it's a rematch. So, I mean, he's um, the last time these two fought, uh, Mu lost. Uh, I think by points, but he took the fight on like a week notice. Yeah, and the boy's fighting is really, really good. So, he's um, obviously taller. <laughs> yeah, a little bit taller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's legs aren't as big, though. Yeah, I know, but he's got fucking tree trunk legs, that boy. And and um, so yeah, who's exactly. the who's your third fighter on the card again? Sorry, we've got uh, Caleb Leung. Caleb Leung, yeah, another really nice stylish, yeah. stylish fighter. He's quite tall. He looks yeah. a bit taller than most of the people in the gym. Is he? Is he a bigger dude? Uh, he's slightly taller than me. So he's so he's about like six foot five, eh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to re- just to regress there, Caleb and Leo, they're brothers, aren't they? 
<laughs> don't, don't, man. <laughs> no, wait, wait. wait I've said when I was. What's this? This is a personal joke I've missed out on. Very, very personal joke. They always get. Because I, 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 I always used to get them Bro, mixed they up look as like well. Twins, man. They do. They fucking look alike. It's not because they're Asian. <laughs> uh, yeah, not well, you, you can say that. I'm not no, no, hey, 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 hey. That's a joke. Blair's, that's a joke. Blair's a shocker. Blair's a shocker. He'll mix their names up and all the time. It's Blair, but like everyone like kind of side eyes each other, like, oh, that's. Blair. <laughs> 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 no, let's get back into Muay Thai. Sorry about that, bud. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? What way does he find out, bro? Uh, so he's fighting at sixty-nine. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Sorry. He, I think he he can make. 67 but he's really like he's a unit man like he's yeah he well, seems he, to he like, comes across like he looks quite big in the in like just in the story he's got like stuff. dragon ball z legs like goku legs man. <laughs> <laughs> they're just fucking shredded like goku. Yeah, we're going really really, really close <laughs> on the borderline of racism with this, this end, end of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> no it's not Oi, like i've always said Racial jokes, racial jokes can be funny. Racist jokes aren't funny. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There is a big difference. <laughs> so let's touch on just like what we were talking about before, Roy Boy. Like, so the energy is fucking. You know, everyone's vibing. Yeah. Things are up. Yeah. What's the What's it doing to the old uh, to the old intuition for you, mate? It's not. Uh, it's not tickling any fancies to jump back in or anything like that, is it? Uh, nah, nah. No, I mean, you know what? I get this. Uh, I get this question asked a lot. But um, no, nah, like I literally see the pain that the boys are going through. <laughs> Been there too many times, eh? <laughs> I'm like, I remember how you guys felt, and they're like, can't walk after their assault yeah. bike, and I'm like, boys, you got to do one more now. Yeah. <laughs> are you loving? Are you loving that fact that you can just give them, you give them, give them more work to do? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually really am. Um, like I feel like because I went through it myself, like not that long ago. Yeah. Um, and they all saw me, you know, go through it as well. Like, yeah, yeah. they can't really kind of, not that they would anyway, but they, mm. they can't kind of turn around and be like... Yeah, you, know, you don't know what it's like in this deep end. I've never seen you do this. Yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah, I've exactly. Seen, yeah, that's, and I literally say to them all the time, like, this is why I fucking used to, like, train hard, you know, because mm. when you fight, you need that kind of... Like, if you don't do what you're doing now, mm. I guarantee your fight's going to be So, lost, all, you know? yeah. all jokes aside, though, mate, you found your calling. You found your niche, then. I, so, I take it. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Um, I, I'm loving it. It's really yeah, good, good, man. Um, good. Yeah. Like you say, man, it's a product yeah, of the environment. Of you know what I mean? You, like you yeah, said, you, you guys, know, have, you and Toby have been going through it for fucking 10 oh, plus years. People see that. Yeah. It's inevitable. And then you, you, yeah. you have... No matter what, like you said, if you're the coach or the coach, but you have the right to say, you know what, get the fuck back on that bike, man. I used mm. to do this, I used to do that. And then it, no one can yeah. question that, you know. That's the reason why you're yeah, one of the no, best fighters exactly. that ever graced Australia's turf. You put in the yeah, hard yard. And, so and, um, no, it's good, man. And, and the same, like, we've got, um, like, Toby, mate, like, Toby and I have this camp. We've been basically doing it side by side, you know. Like, yeah. Um, man, yeah, that's Toby's, hard. like, bringing yeah. in all this extra. And, yeah, and you can only imagine how much the boys are loving that. Man, you know? just, um, obviously you in your own right, and then you've got Toby oh in his man. own right, but together, man, yeah. I actually, honest to God, I was thinking about the other day, I'm like, man, in a year's time, I fear for anyone that's coming up against a fighter from the pit. Between you <laughs> yeah, two, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you've got the great, you know, the Grandmaster Blair on top of that as well. Mm. Man, it's, it's nothing but fucking onwards and upwards endeavours for you guys. It's going to be fucking, you know, I, I cannot wait to see yeah. what's coming out of the pit, man. Yeah, you know how we talked yeah, about nah, me coming in and getting into the ring? 
going to go back to the pit to train? I'll go back to the pit and, not, you know, <laughs> Roy can fucking corner me. Roy and Toby can corner me. <laughs> but come on, man. But we digress. One more assault fight. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. So, Muay Thai Grand Prix, 30th of October, yeah. down at uh, Curtin Stadium. Oh, and our girl as well, Tiffy Lamb. Tiffy Lamb. Our Fuck girl, yeah. Tiffy Lamb's yes. fighting on the card too. So, give her a nice little, give her a cheer on for us as well, mate. She's mm. she's honorary pit member, even though she's, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mate, I just want to touch on one more thing, man. Um, uh, just this week, uh, Blair found photos and promo fo- um, um, uh, posters of the last 30 years. And I've seen some fucking awesome photos of you, Toby. Man, they've, they've been great. They've been really good. I think he's starting to post yeah. a lot of them on his Instagram too. Yeah, so man, if you get really a, good. Get yeah. a, I don't know what his ad is, but just yeah. type Blair Smith in, man. You see photos of Toby and Roy when they're like six, seven years old. And now they're punching t- on, you know. And, and now they're continuing the journey. <laughs> no, they're continuing the fucking legacy, yeah. which is great. It's cool seeing like all those old kind of photos. Like mm. Blair's got them tucked away somewhere. I think he's even got old VHS tapes of his, of his old fights. Oh, fuck filmed. yeah. And I was like, what? look at them like. Converted, digitally. yeah. Know how you can like transfer them digitally onto yeah, get them converted onto the HDMI cords and all that. So they're preserved, mate. That's what you need, bro. The world needs to see what, what you know, like even I don't know what you guys are like, but if I have the younger fighters coming through, I said go back and watch the older fighters, watch Pizanoi, watch Samar, watch you know, things like that. So if you could say go back and watch Blair, you know what I mean, and things like that, then people can see where the whole lineage of the pit started and you know. Because he was a madman when he used to fight. Very fucking controlled, man. but still a madman. You yeah. know what I mean? He was a madman fucking just yeah. full stop. <laughs> when we were growing up. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, um, one of the surprising things about, like, Blair as a fighter back in the day is, like, a lot of people see him the way that he trains people and that now. They think, well, oh, Blair was crazy at clinching, like, full forward aggression, mm. knees and elbows. And he was extremely good in the clinch. But Blair's favourite weapon, I'm pretty sure he said to me before, was his left, left kick. kick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I remember him yeah. saying the same thing. They said that as well. He used yeah. to be so good at range that it didn't. Bo- he was that good at range that he ne- didn't bother about exposing how good he was in the clinch. Yeah. But then when he yeah. got into the clinch, which he just I, fucking more people anyway. Yeah, which I found <laughs> quite surprising. Yeah. When, you know, when I first found it, I was like, oh, I didn't really pick that as your style. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, well, Roy, it's been a pleasure again. As just always, to, mate. As always, just to catch up with you and uh, see your see your mug on the on the screen there. <laughs> right, good luck. Good luck. Good luck to all your boys too, yeah. mate. And we'll have a catch up after, and we'll get yeah, the, we'll get your after. review on how you think your boys went and yeah. etc. And then maybe we can uh, we can delve into the domination show as well. Yeah, domination. 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 Yeah, hopefully by then the cards are released for the domination show, and we can yeah. uh, we can look into having a yarn about the boys on there. Yeah, sounds good, boys. Mate, th- thank you once again, Roy. We'll Always see you a soon, privilege, bro. never a chore, mate. <laughs> Cheers, boys. See ya. Cheers, see ya, my man. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for episode eight of Striker Chat. Be sure to press the subscribe button on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Until next week, guys. Peace.